0: Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of the songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Ledehan. Thank
1: you, and I appreciate you joining us in the Songwriter Connection Podcast into Season 2 already. I can hardly believe it. This is episode two with a very special guest. We have Nancy and Hi, Nancy.
0: Hi, Dave.
1: <laughs> Nancy is a publisher here in town, but also an award-winning songwriter. She's done some plugging along the way. We'll talk about that. And she's the founder and CEO of this great new community of songwriters and publishers that we call Discover Sooner. Nancy, we're going to learn all about that. We got to hear a song here, man. I love this song. This is Friday in my driveway, written by our guest today.
2: Upside down koozie on a mailbox flag Smoker be smoking up the cold sack. Spent all day popping up a party tent So the boys and the girls and the beer don't sweat About a quarter mile off the highway Happy hour starts at 4.58 On Friday in my driveway on the downhill slide day eh? 3 day replay crash it my place take it all the way to Sunday On Friday, in my driveway, slipping on a downhill slide, eh? Three-day replay, crash at my place, take it all the way to Sunday. On Friday, in my driveway, slipping on a downhill slide, eh?
1: It's a neighborhood thing. It's a Friday thing. Oh, I love that song. Our guest on the podcast, Songwriter Connection, is Nancy Deckett, and she had her hand in writing that song. I love it with <laughs> the Billy Lee, our good friend, and Scott Barrier, too, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Now, I know if we are taping this on a Tuesday and it publishes on Wednesday, September the 8th. So it could be Wednesday, Tuesday, any day for you, but it feels like Friday to us.
0: It's right here, right now. It's <laughs> yes. Friday all the time. We're listening to that song.
1: <laughs> Good to have you on the show, Nancy. Tell us a little bit about the uh, the writing of that song. And first of all, before you do that, I have to uh-huh. tell you, um, I watched Scott Barrier at a writer's round at uh, Commodore Grill here in Nashville do that song, and um, they wouldn't let him leave until he did it. And all of the waitresses, everybody on their feet, singing along, Friday in my <laughs> So you know it's a hit. People love this song. So tell us about it.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, it started with, I was walking around the neighborhood one day and taking my morning exercise and I kept going, Friday, yeah, Friday, <laughs> yeah, and Friday. And I was like, okay, there's something here. There's yeah. really something here. And um, then the person that I wanted to write it with, with, who's a producer, he went to New York and he didn't come back. And I was like, oh, now I've got to find someone else to write this with. And the, you know, you kind of trust your ideas to s- only certain people. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, you know, you don't want to, I love writing with artists, but I want to be with songwriters who, you know, And this one. So, um, Billy and Scott and I got together one day and I threw that idea out and we were like, yeah. And then, and Scott goes, uh, Friday. In my driveway, and I was like, and he's looking with that Scott look, right? <laughs> yeah. And then I go, wait a minute, and there's something on the internet about everybody doing these Friday in their driveway things, and we're like, oh, we're gonna hook into this all American thing, right? Yeah, and and then we just and we just worked our way through the song together, and it felt like. It felt like a hit to us. Yeah, and <laughs> it does
1: have that hit feel.
0: <laughs> anyway, anyway, so yeah. it's been picked up by some folks, and it really hasn't gone anywhere here in Nashville. Been looking for the right artist. Um, for an artist who um, you know, wants to celebrate an all-American tradition mm-hmm. on this, you know, as Sean Stanley or, or Morgan Wallen or yeah. someone like that. But it just hasn't worked out yet. Who
1: doesn't so. want a party song now? Oh come my on. God. Contact Nancy. <laughs> Nancy Deckett, discover <laughs> sooner. That's yeah. Right.
0: And at a certain point, we decide, okay, look, we haven't found any takers on this song, so we're just going to put it out ourselves. Why not? And, and this is sort of one of my things lately. It's like how to kill a song. This is how you kill it. You you write it and you kill the song. It's a really great song. And then the, the person who sang the demo is like, no, no, you can't use my voice on that song.
1: Uh.
0: (laughs) I'm an artist and I, you know, I, you know, I only want to put out whatever. Now I'm like, I gotta find a new demo singer. I gotta
1: find a new singer. Someone
0: who sings that good, <laughs> right? Because yeah. he had the right feel, right? Yeah, and love him, a- but and really get it. And congratulations to him. But I'm like, this no. is killing me because <laughs> I would have had it out this summer. But For, from what I
1: understand, there are some singers in this town.
0: There are there are. Help me find one, Dave. Yeah, you got <laughs> Right. We're gonna celebrate it <laughs> when you do.
1: That will be a great song. And it'd be a great summer song, so just wait for next, yeah, summer, you know?
0: next summer. Yeah, it's next summer, for sure. Friday. Unless we find somebody in the meantime. Yeah, that's
1: know? true. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We could have winter parties Friday on the driveway. That's right. Yeah. Well let's well, talk a little bit about you. You've been in Nashville for thirteen years, but it it, it didn't start. When you came to Nashville You've been writing songs For a long time So tell me a little bit about uh, The Nancy Deckett story
0: Okay well you know I, Like a lot of us As kids right mm-hmm. grow up kind of um, writing poems and singing them on your way walking home from school and right. um in my twenties I uh played in church and this was a really like a Jesus people church. Yeah. And they would let us make up our own songs and bring them oh. to the church, right? And and you just like everybody's sitting around and you just throw out a song, right? Mm-hmm. And and, and, for, and so I wrote and, you know, played in the church, and there were seven guitars in the church, and I, somebody gave me a mandolin. Uh, like after I had gone to see Seals and Crofts, and Dash Crofts shook my hand, oh. and I was like, "Oh, I'm playing the played mandolin." mandolin. <laughs> and then somebody gave me a mandolin, so I started playing the mandolin. So I played mandolin in the church, and. And, um, you know, did that for a bunch of years and in my 20s and stuff. And then, you know, life took hold and stuff. And you go... Life happens. It it happens. And then, you know, it's like forever. And I just played around campfires and didn't really write any songs. And then I met my current husband, George. George. And George Salameca has like... Love George. Like a family of musicians. Yeah. And if there's seven people around the table... You have ten people in around the table. Seven of them are are do music, you know, in church. You know, a big dance band in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, called Dancing Queen is George's brother Ronnie, wow. and like you know, fifteen hundred people come out and do disco right with them. <laughs> so I was like. Oh, I like this guy. <laughs> and great. before I knew it, I was playing mandolin in a, like, sort of a death cab for cutie band. Oh, nice. And so we just had a great time. And, and this is in Pittsburgh. Right? This is in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Is that right? where you grew up? Um, I, Youngstown, Ohio. Youngstown, okay. And me and Bob Depiro <laughs> Bob
1: DiPiro did come from Youngstown. <laughs> right? so, and I worked in radio in Youngstown. Oh, did you? Well, just outside of Youngstown. I first started uh, in radio there.
0: No kidding. Yeah,
1: Absolutely. And I grew up in Cleveland, so I know we're kind of like Cleveland Pittsburgh. The steak by the lake. Yeah, (laughs) but we're friends. (laughs) The steak by the lake. We call it Pitts puke, you know, sorry. Um. (laughs) But no. We call
0: it the brownies. (laughs) (laughs) What can I say? Well, I am from Pittsburgh. I mean, that's where my like adopted home city, right?
1: (laughs) I want you to know, before you came over, I noticed I was wearing my Cleveland Browns t-shirt and I said, nope, I can't do that. I can't do that to Nancy. You know, that's kind of. I switched.
0: (laughs) Well, we have text feuds on, you know, with families trash talking on the, on yeah. the, you know, and I'd be like, yeah, football season's back. And <laughs> I mean, uh, can't there's wait. nothing else to do in the wintertime in Pittsburgh, so don't hold it against those people. No.
1: And I hear you. It's same in right. Cleveland here. So, you know, so I, I totally identify. You. Right. Now, you, uh, we talked a lot on this show in the past about the NSAI group, which is yeah. National Songwriters Association International. Right. You were a coordinator in Pittsburgh, right? right? Yeah. And I was in Cincinnati. So we've got that in common. That's crazy. Yeah. So tell us about that experience.
0: Yeah. Well, in in the band, we were in this band called the Faders, right? Uh And these, like, these, um, the John who wrote the songs, he was like, a wonderful, you know, like death cab for cutie kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And John was, you know, we went to go do an, a, an EP and John like freaked out. And was like, no, nah, I don't want to be the lead singer. I just want to play bass in my wife's band. And so the band was, you know fell apart. Right. Oh, and so I like George, how to kill a song, how to and, kill a band, how to kill a band. <laughs> I was mean, like, I understand completely now. But, um, so, um, George and I decided, Well, we then we need songs. We we started writing songs again. And then the thing was, Jason Bloom came to Pittsburgh, hosted by the NSAI group, and it actually gave me a, a vocabulary. You know, things that you you could articulate. You know, can do this and that and the other thing, and make sure there's some place really high where the singer can soar. And like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. And you know, NSAI was a huge part of. You know, really learning the craft of songwriting.
1: Yeah, it and, was for me too.
0: And it changed everything for and you, me.
1: And you mentioned Jason Bloom. Mm-hmm. If, if you're new to songwriting, he's got some books out there and they are just really recommended reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, so he came to your, your workshop.
0: He came. Um, before I was a coordinator, I went and I was like, I was wow. sold, right? Mm-hmm. And then what happened was I was doing, um, I was working as an engineer. And I was crying in my cubicle mm. on a daily basis, like, Lord, please help me move away from this dreadfully boring job. <laughs> and three days later I got laid off.
1: Oh, <laughs> I was like, prayers oh, answered. Jesus, that was really fast
0: <laughs> to work for you. Right? And and at that point, like George and I like, so like let's let's downsize. Mm-hmm. And let's just be I was doing a lot of visual art at that time and you know while we were playing in the band let's just do art and music so we did consciously became like <laughs> really poor oh. <laughs> Man, I mean I just weren't just gonna do this we're over traditionally aged I guess you could mm. say but we're gonna do this and and anyway so the songwriting just kept growing and growing and growing in my life and in 2013 uh in January I sat down to Try to book the band for the next coming year. And I was like, I don't want to do this. Cause I know, like, because of coming to Nashville. Every time I would come here, like these, I would get ideas, and I would get melodies, and then I'd go back to Pittsburgh, and it was like crickets, and it was just like terrible, and then I'd just come back to Nashville, and it's That's, all on.
1: It is, and it's so inspiring, isn't it? Yeah. What is
0: it? And I sincerely believe that you know we are a creative community, and we because are. of all that, that spirit, it's everywhere. I think so. Like, and so we're called, our heart called. You, and nailed, I, it. you but,
1: nailed it. You nailed it. I agree. <laughs>
0: that's yeah. it so I was like honey I'm gonna let's move to Nashville and he's like well i cry you know you go back and forth for a while and see if this is what you really want and I was like oh I know this is what I want <laughs> But I really gave up an art career to come here. And, <laughs> you and are do an amazing
1: this. artist. I've seen it's some exciting. of your work. You are, and that see that doesn't surprise me because talent usually runs in a lot of different things. Yeah. And uh, I've I've seen your artwork and, and yeah. of course listened to your songs. And in fact, I want to play another one right now. And then when okay. I come back, I want to talk about okay. your publishing. And we have to talk about Discover Sooner okay. because it's a great community here. Well, in I want
0: Tate. to tell you the story when we get back okay. about how I became a publisher. Yeah, I want to and hear stuff it. Stuff like that. So, yeah, absolutely.
1: Go. So let's play this song. Uh, Turn out the lights okay? okay anything you want to say about that going in uh, <laughs> it's a pretty oh, you, it's a great song you
0: just you just listen uh, it's <laughs> on you just you you tell us what you think
1: all right <laughs> who's the singer
0: um it is jacob hackworth and remember go. this name people because you will hear him again
3: I'ma do when I get home It's gonna make your pretty little heart skip First thing I'ma do is wrap myself around you And lay a long slow one on your lips When I pull into your drive I won't even waste my time Turning off my two-tone Chevy, leave it running till it's empty, girl. It's gonna be one hell of a night. I wanna see your long hair fall, push you up against the wall, let my hand. turning out the light ain't stopping for no bottle of wine i'm rolling through every sign that's got any shade of red on it if i see any blue light up in my rear view girl i'ma make these four tires spin time I wanna see you
1: Mm, great song. The Songwriter Connection podcast, our guest, is Nancy Deccant, and she's a writer on that song. So tell us the story behind it. great okay. song. It is, you know, it is such, it's, as I say, in the pocket. I could hear that on the radio right now, and my first thought is, why isn't it?
0: Why is it not on the radio? Oh yeah. my God, how to kill a song, Dave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a new podcast someday. That's I right. just know it.
0: We're going to do it. Um, okay, so... The wonderful writers that I was with, Madison and Justin. I had this idea. Justin Love? No, Justin Justin Wilson Wilson, from Played Again Music, Dallas Davidson's company, right? Okay, all right. And so we had this. I I had this idea about turning out the lights, and he was like, "Oh, I get it," you know. (laughs) And and you know, like Justin Wilson has had many hits, and. There's a reason why Justin Wilson has had many hits because some people are sort of thoroughbreds at this stuff. And, yeah. and, you know, his Dallas Davidson's company wrote all that bro country stuff, right? Oh, I mean, and they know, you know, like Luke Bryan strip it down, yeah. right? They really? know how to be kind of, you know, they're, they're, they're the guys who came from farm. They're farm boys, right? Every one of them over there. Anyway, so they're uh, Justin's great at what he does, and he's an emotional guy. And a lot of this just poured out of him. And me and Madison are just like, you know, on this racehorse. <laughs> we're
4: trying to keep up and throw
0: in a couple of lines, right? Um, but I think it was just the right combination of people. And, you know, wow. you don't stand in the way of it. And uh, we haven't found a place um, for the song yet. I've worked really hard to try to find it. Jacob wants to record this song. But one of our co-writers is holding out for a major label artist, ah. and I believe Jacob is a major label artist. He just doesn't have his major label going yet. <laughs> and, um, you know... Like uh, you say,
1: that's a name to remember. Jacob?
0: Ja- Jacob Hackworth. Hackworth. Yeah. Hacky yeah. Hack.
1: Hacky Hack. He
0: will hate me for this, saying that. Mm-hmm. So he's a dear, dear friend.
1: Google him. His stuff and, is out there, uh, and, it, yeah, and including he, this song you just heard.
0: He just released one of his uh, his first album, his first EP, and it's pretty amazing. He's got a song. Song called "Stepping Out." It just drives me crazy. It's like country in hip-hop influenced and I love Jacob and believe in it and um, I believe in him and I believe he will be hits uh, he will be on a major label and and maybe he'll still be interested in this song when it does in the meantime you know there's all kinds of great people out there right um, and that leads
1: me right into the next thing Uh, your role as a publisher Mm -hmm. how did that start for you and uh, tell us a little bit about what you do as a publisher
0: so crazy so I you know I I started coming back and 4th in 2013. And you know, you know what it's like, Dave, you get to the point. I mean, I just started writing and writing and writing and writing. That's all I was. I had, I I was self-published and I knew how to get songs around a little bit. But by 2015, I could not do it anymore. I was like, I I'm going to throw myself at the mercy of my husband and beg him, please move. <laughs> and, uh, and we actually ended up moving, but 2015, early 2015, when we made that commitment, I was literally driving to my first co-write as a, as a homeowner, condo owner in, in Nashville. Uh-huh. And you know, the voice in the car. You know that one. There's a voice that talks to you in the car sometimes.
1: I love that voice. That voice. It's helped me write some songs.
0: Actually. That's right. That <laughs> voice says sometimes, and it says, well, and, and, and it, had, it, was, it had a lot to say this day. <laughs> I was like, you know how you have a lot of room in your closets right now because you just moved? Well, you, you know, there's room for expansion. And I was like. What are you talking about? (laughs) Well, right after that, one of my co-writers says to me, "I want to go into business, and I want to go into business with you, and let's let's be you know let's be let's be publishers." And I was like, "Okay, let me think about that." And then, like a week after that, I was at the CMA fest. And I met um, and one of the one of the folks from the NSAI group, Perry, had come down and said, hey, I used to live in Nashville. And I'm telling you, you have the personality of a song plugger and I'm going to pay you a hundred dollars a month to plug my song. Wow. And I was like, "Okay." Yeah. (laughs) Now (laughs) I was like, but wait, Perry, they wait, Perry, I don't know hardly anybody. And he says, I don't care. Just do it. And then the week later, I was at the CMA Fest and I saw this hit songwriter, Bernie Nelson. And he goes, Big time. Well, you know, he went, Daddy, who never was the Cadillac kind, right? Yeah. That wrote Bernie that. Nelson. He said, yeah. Great guy. And he says, Well, what do you do? And I go, Well, I'm a song plugger. And he goes, <laughs> <laughs> Great. I need a song plugger. And oh, I was like, wow. Wait, I don't know that many people. And, and he's he, like, I don't care. He goes, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> He said, I can get you into any room in this town. Wow. And I was like, all right. I'm there. Let's do it. Okay. And, then, up. <laughs> and he never took me anywhere. But his uh. name, I, I, you know, like I saw, I went to Red Lane's. Uh, Red Lane had passed away and BMI was having a, a party. Mm-hmm. And because I was a song plugger, cause my friend had said I had gotten the, you know, the 50 in charge, 50 people in charge. And, you know, I was studying everybody's faces in the in charge so that when I went to events, I could see them. You know, I knew <laughs> who they were. Cause you can always tell the business people they, they have a kind of button down check shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and a pair t-shirt. of khaki pants on, man. <laughs> yeah, right. as compared to those songwriters who are in jeans and they got a t-shirt right, right, on. T-shirt, so you can yeah. almost always tell. And their hair is really cut nice and stuff like that. Yeah. So anyway, so I was at this BMI event and I saw Buddy Cannon at the taco table. Oh my! And this was a memorial, so I didn't want to bother him. But he walked out the door and I followed him. And I go, hey, buddy, I'm Nancy, and I do song plugging for Bernie Nelson. Can... Yeah, and and John Goodwin, you know John, who wrote you know Brad Paisley's Everlasting Love. Can I can I send you you know drop off a CD? And he goes, no. He goes, here's my telephone number. <laughs> Call my office in the morning and get my my um, my email address and send me any song you want. Oh my! And I was like. I'm a business man I'm a business okay I'm gonna do it this is how we do it right this is how and we he do has, it. and yep. him and Shannon over there have been you know they don't really know me all that well but they have they have graciously listened to songs that I have sent them throughout the years and I've never sent them anything I didn't really you know, with my whole heart of hearts, believe in.
1: And that's probably the smart thing to do because they know, they know then what you represent is quality.
0: That's it. And I feel like as a song player, you can get thrown out of the room by, you know, I mean, like then all of a sudden you go from being the person who said yes all the time, like the songwriter who just doesn't understand to really understanding that it, it really needs to fit the artist Maybe that art, I mean, I have to go back and listen to everything that Kenny Chesney ever sang. I can't go double up on something he already sang about. But he can
1: and produces Kenny Chesney if you yeah, don't know Kenny, listening. Right, yeah.
0: Kenny Chesney. I can't go, mm-hmm. you know, do another, you know, <laughs> thing that he's yeah. already done. I need to know their catalog extensively right. for me to be able to not just... to, to earn staying and also because Buddy episode.
1: is a great songwriter too you know he really is oh Buddy, Buddy. A
0: great oh songwriter. Yeah. yeah I once sent him this song called Same Boat and he goes oh I wrote that
2: <laughs> that's right
0: <laughs> and I had no idea <laughs> Buddy Cannon I'm sorry I only, I only studied Kenny Chesney's catalog so like Kenny Chesney doesn't know anything about me and probably if you ask Buddy Cannon I don't even know he, well, how much he knows me but you know I see him from time to time and say hi and thank you and he's a great guy a great i did guy. get
1: to meet him i delivered alexis to him i, went, I used to work at alexis mm-hmm. in nashville when i first came to town
0: so and, then uh, so we, then that's how yep. i did it mm-hmm. and then i hired uh jeffrey nelson who is a great longtime song plugger and hmm. i i hired him to be had to coach me oh. so that you know that's what we did and honestly a year after song plugging i you know it's just the kind of job that makes you sit in the corner and cry yeah. Because all the no, uh, it is like, how am yeah. I? And you never know if someone listened to the song or not. And then I, so we ended up getting a uh, song space, so we knew if someone played the song. And I knew, like, I'm not the uh, tools like that probably really saved me because I knew it was getting listened to or not, Good. right? And then I could. Not that I had, you know, and it just kind of build it from there. The relationship, like, uh, like okay, don't tell anybody. But <laughs> so if I didn't hear from back from somebody after three weeks, I'd send it again and say, hey, I'm really sorry, but Songspace had a problem. Today. And they were like, <laughs> yeah, I listened to it. Sorry, I didn't get back to you. Okay, pass. <laughs> now you
1: sent me your songs today on Songspace, and that was new to me. I, I had not uh, heard of that right. before. So that's just a mm-hmm. online... Yeah, uh, service.
0: Um, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't cost that much, and you can tell, and it, you actually know what zip code the person was when oh, they. That's good. And so, like, I know my songs have been played. You know, for Blake Shelton, I was like, yes, yes. we're gonna get it. <laughs> pass. You know. Oh, well. <laughs> But, you know, my songs have, our songs have made it to Blake Shelton, and we know it. And it's because we know it was pandemic times, and we knew it was out at home. So yeah. I would just say that uh, tools like that, it's not the kind of thing, like, you got to be smart on this. You can't just call up people and say, well, what did you think of the song? Yeah. You just, you, you know, if they call you back, then they want it you know if they don't call you back they don't want it they listen to it don't put them in a bad position don't make them say no be happy you know that they listen to it yeah. <laughs> that's what so let i me do ask you, is,
1: is is it more like that today i mean it used to be in the old day you'd go into the room and you would right. play them songs There's very little of that face-to-face meetings anymore huh uh, okay. or is there
0: well okay like missy gallimore said you know i can Thank sit you. here and listen to 75 songs at my computer mm-hmm. or come over there and have a meeting with you guys and and listen, and listen to 10 or 20 songs. Yeah. Okay, I'm getting more done if I stay here. So there are some people who are really privileged at larger companies who get in. But, you know, great longtime song pluggers. I mean, <laughs> like Shane Barrett said to me, Nancy, yeah. don't disparage the humble drop off. <laughs> Just keep you know, like Plugin. like sending it sending it by MP three but in an email and you know they listened is enough. Be you are in a privileged for few. And I only send songs to people who've given me permission. And I I I just you know I've I've given up wanting something bigger there's a lot that we all get from being in the room with an a and r person like what's going on but you know all of us puggers we all talk to each other and we circulate the news mm-hmm. so i got my ways to know the things that aren't really aren't heard on the pitch sheet and we all help each other to you know
1: again community it, yeah know? it is it's yeah. a huge community yeah. it's really important speaking of community you put together this Fantastic organization called Discover Sooner, uh-huh. and tell tell us all about that. And folks, if you're if you're a songwriter and um, uh, looking to get your your stuff out there, uh, looking for a place to to to, to connect, uh, I can't recommend Discover Sooner uh, any higher. Um, so this is a really neat organization. Tell us how it came about, and what, what it's all about. Uh,
0: okay, well, it kind of goes back to my. <laughs> My days in AA, okay. So, like, I've been sober for a bunch of years, but you know what it takes to make a new meeting in AA because there's kind of like one in every corner. Mm. You know, what it takes is a resentment and a coffee pot.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have a meeting. <laughs> well, it's sort of like that. I just kind of felt like you know, it is so hard to meet the people and like. At five years in Nashville, I started seeing that, you know, Baker Grissom, who him and I played together at the open mic night for Barbara Cloyd over at the Blue Bar, Mm -hmm. right? And I just immediately knew this guy was a phenomenal melody maker. He was going to be a hit songwriter. You still haven't heard about Baker, but all of us who are here in town do. I was like, Baker, I mean, if he was with the right people... Right now, he would be getting into the winner's circle faster, Mm. right? And I was like, you know, it takes five years to just build your network. So that that's why the five, I mean, in that five years when you arrive at Nashville, you could be ready on day one. But most of the time, it takes five, seven, ten years to get there. And it's not the music, it is the the time it is the network what if we had a place like uh linkedin meets bumble where the songwriters could put in their profile and their music and not just that like business stuff like how many streams you've got Mm -hmm. and then mm, publishers could you know you, you have to give it to them if they have too many songwriters You know, beating down their door, it's just overwhelming. So they have to really manage, they manage who they have in their life because of referrals. So what if it was like Bumble, like on Bumble, the girls reach out. First, mm-hmm. like the song, the publisher would have to reach out first. I was like, this is a great idea. Great and idea. so I walked it, and I thought like, people could get there faster. The people really needed it, right? And uh, so I went and I talked to some really top publishers in town, and they thought, hey, I think you have something here. And and uh, I was like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur underneath it all. <laughs> yes, of you are. Of course. Of yeah. course, let's do this. So I went invested in this application, you know, mm-hmm. to do it. Right. And we launched in 2020, April 2020, which was like, but <laughs> well, the pandemic hit, and I'm ready to roll.
5: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> and, you know, it's sort of like the almost perfect timing, Dave, <laughs> because nobody could go out. So I was like, Well, again, there you there is a uh, and so. I would have been doing physical events so to attract people over at BMI and ASCAP and things like that. But right. instead, we um, just started. Okay, let me go get the publishers in my life. Well, let's just start having events, free events, that anybody could come to and learn about this publisher. And then when we learn what they're looking for, then we can send them some songs. By send them some writers because it's not about the song. For a publisher, they usually have writers. They're looking for the right writers, mm-hmm. and so that's what I, I I thought this would be. And so we have just been developing on that theme, and it's like crawl, army crawling up my belly. You know, it's yeah. like what did I do? Like I'm like, two months after I'd done this, Dave. I was like uh, sitting on my couch crying, oh. and I got a call from one of the best young artist in this town his name's joe hansen who i know really well and you know we i've done lots of retreats and helped him get with hit songwriters like jason duke and people anyway called me and he says nancy the lord told me to call you and tell you that lean not to your own understanding Whatever it is, it's going to work out. And I was like, oh, <laughs> thank my you.
1: Gosh.
0: Thank
4: you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that's a God thing.
0: Oh, by the way, Joe, Joe goes, oh, and by the way, I just met Jesus <laughs> during the beginning of the pandemic. And I was like, I love you, Joe. This is so great. And every time I'm near Joe, I'm on the phone with Joe. Joe gets some message for me from high above. Like, <laughs> like it, it just... It's about songwriting. You know, Dave, I came here as a songwriter. I'm right. a good songwriter. i got ideas that people seem to like. And now right now, i am I got my face in front of a computer day and night. Mm. And I really didn't think this part through, right? Okay, now I'm like this social media maven. <laughs> I'm like, no, I want to write a song. No, you have to do this because if you don't then this thing does you want it to die or do you want it you know what are you doing here and you have to answer that question for yourself as you know it's the op- you know you you choose one thing it's a fork in a road right. and so it still kind of doesn't make sense to me because i love writing songs and i'm not ever going to stop writing songs
1: good you just have to make time for it I, you have to schedule the time and do I it and
0: just do it yeah know? i i'm I have wonderful co-writers in my life and I have leaned my head on their shoulders a lot in this past year. But you know, this too, this too shall pass. Yes, it will. uh, I
1: think you've accomplished so much in the the (laughs) short time you've been in in Nashville and discover sooner. It's just, it's just a godsend. And I encourage you, if you're a songwriter, if uh, just, just Google it. Uh, but the website is what? Is it?
0: DiscoverSooner.com. Dot com. That's right.
1: And check it out. You'll you'll find out a lot more right. about Come Nancy and everything they of, do. Be, yeah.
0: Be a part of our community. We'd love yeah. to help you. I mean, there are individuals. We have to help someone meet the right person who helped them get a record label deal. We cannot talk about who that is till the lawyers get their <laughs> deal done. They're like, we got street cred, man. That's great. And, um, and
1: so like, if you're looking for other songwriters to connect with and maybe co-write with, that's, that's right. where you're going to find it.
0: That's right. So, and well, right now we have this program. Program with uh, a mentoring program with uh, Courtney Allen and we're going to put you songwriter in the room with two other really advanced songwriters oh, and then she is going to I mean, this is a paid program, but it is like a kind of an amazing thing. There's nothing like it in Nashville. Wow! And we, I'm like, I am determined to get a few people here publishing deals. <laughs> and yeah. I know that's that's my plan.
1: It's wonderful work what you do. Really, thank you. Well, let's get back to some of the songs that you wrote. Okay. So I've got this one. Um, I was really fortunate to uh, to to uh, MC a couple events at um, the Holiday Inn West in, uh where the the Commodore Grill was during the COVID. We couldn't do shows there, so they had this idea of doing these parking lot parties. It's too bad it wasn't Friday in my driveway. There are parking lot parties and we had some really cool artists like Walker Hayes played and um
0: <laughs>
1: and the two artists that we're going to play next on the podcast like the uh, Dallas who you talked about, Dallas Remington.
0: Dallas Remington.
1: We're going to play Princess, tell us about this song.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, Dallas and I um had this plan to go right with Bridget Tatum who is And if you look at Bridget Tatum, she wrote She's Country, that Jason Aldean,
3: Mm. like
0: Dallas is cut out of the same mold, right? And Dallas had gone on to Bridget's Instagram and saw Bridget thinking about, I mean, the talk about preparation. This Mm. is Dallas Remington. She is determined, a determined young artist, songwriter to, to make it in this. And um, and anyway, so she had gone on to Bridget's site and came into the room with this uh, a hook princess. That was it. And 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 Bridget started playing this, you know, hook, this guitar hook. And it went, and it just like, vroom, it went wow. crazy from there. Magic. And so, why don't you just play? Yeah, it?
1: man, here it is Princess. It's
0: got over a million views. <laughs> uh, it does, it has over a million views. That's on, fantastic. Right? Yeah.
1: Dallas Davidson, song written by Nancy, our guest. Dallas today. Remington. Remington, yeah. What did I say? Yeah. <laughs>
4: you don't think you gotta cook, you don't think you gotta clean. You wanna paint your nails, sit around reading magazines <laughs> A selfie machine, a self-claimed royalty Well, there's a difference between perception and reality You ain't a princess, you just a d- Some late, you said, buddy deep.
1: rocker that's for sure I know he said Davis Dallas Davidson which is silly he's a great <laughs> song Dallas Remington is her name she can sing she can play she's a real deal and a uh-huh. song written by our guest today uh, you know Nancy what I wanna Beckett.
0: I'd like to say this one thing about yeah. Dallas Dallas and I showed up together at a Commodore round in 2013 yeah she was 13 years old 13 I know wow. I mean it's a true m- millennial right yeah right there's I mean, this girl has treated songwriting like a job. She just comes in ready to rock and roll and do it. And she plays that acoustic guitar and can spar with her lead guitar player on mm-hmm. electric any day of the week. Yeah, play bass if she wants to. She's multi-talented, um, just amazing. Fabulous. And you know, we're all gonna—you're all gonna hear her name. You, you will. You I will. think you will. She's, do.
1: she's done so many cool things. So um uh, that is a neat song it really, it really is uh, and one to watch. We've got so many great young uh, uh, talented people in this town.
0: I mean I got like,
1: like Ava Page or... I
0: mean, I mean, honestly yeah and you say, well, I can do it from where I'm at and yeah. you can write in New York City right but when you come to Nashville, then I think the world of of artists and other songwriters that you would never have met are here for you oh, and yeah. I mean I you we can you can be a phenomenal songwriter anywhere in the world but there's a good reason why a whole lot of people live here
1: well even the ones that don't they do make it a point to come right. in like once a month or so come in for a week write, right come back out you know there's just that allure in this town and we've talked right. about it in the show in the past yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I want to play one more. Okay. And this is another artist that um, was at the, um, uh, the the parties that we did uh, during COVID, uh, out of the Holiday Inn the Commodore Grill, the parking lot parties. And um, he's an artist. Who calls himself J Four.
0: Okay, I want to talk about J Four. Let's for talk, a about
1: J4. Let yeah. talk about J Four. Let me
0: talk about J Four for a minute. And this song. <laughs> okay, so J Four. His name is J Four Wanda. Wandus. okay. Joseph Henry Wandus the fourth, and that's fourth. why they call him. All his friends J- call him J four, J-4, right? Yeah. And J four was at Belmont, and he came to work for uh, my publishing company, Nashville Cool, as a as an intern, an audio intern. Oh wow and so well, our goal was for you know when, as to join in the rights that we had and you know, whenever some someone writes then he would do the audio track and he'd be a part of the writing and at a certain point we're like okay and I have been writing with Eric Malin who Eric Malin is a great producer in town and he um, actually has one country on J- Andrew Janikos' album right now. Cause last summer he was, he went to a retreat and he wrote with Andrew. And then, you know, Andrew nice. got signed. Andrew got what? signed to Sony. Wow. And so, but anyway, um, Eric is a phenomenal producer and songwriter, M- melodies, ideas, lyrics, everything. He's got it all. And so i have been writing with him and he produced while we were writing. And so it's like, okay, this is what we do, J4. Let's go over and write with Eric, and then you'll see how he does it. And then you'll feel more comfortable about this. And he's like, yeah, sure. So, and we that's how we did. And we started, we just felt, you know, made a, you had multiple rights with Eric Mallon. And, um, and one of the, this, this song better came out of one of those ideas or, you know, uh, sessions with Eric. And, and I recently saw J4 who did graduate from Belmont and he said, Nancy, I'm doing today what we did in that room in 2018, in 2018 and 19. I mean, like, Mm. every intern who's ever worked for me has come and stayed for a year. Mm. I've been totally blessed with it, you know. Bowie came as a song plugger. Katie Fee came as a song plugger. These kids know country music and stayed on for a year and helped to build Nashville Cool and, and J4 was one of them. Nice. And uh, so anyway, and uh, during the pandemic, every time I would feel bad, I would just listen to this song.
1: Mm. And,
0: and then J4 said, hey, I'm going to put this song out. I was like... Jesus, thank you So this is out
1: there I'm playing it from Spotify right here So you can find it It's called Better J4 is the artist Nancy Decken Songwriter On the Songwriter Connection Podcast
5: I've messed up time and time again I see one thing run a different direction Let go so fast when I should have went slow Leaving no time for self-reflection But I never met somebody like you Who gets me, girl, the way that you do Cause you make me wanna be You broke down all my walls with just one look when all I saw was bad, you saw the good You deserve the kind of love you give to me And I gave you my whole world Just like I know you would Cause you make me wanna be And you make me wanna be, be better Yeah, you make
1: Better. He is J4, the artist, the songwriters with his Nancy Decant, And I feel better just for knowing you. Nancy, thanks for being on our show today. Oh, Dave. That's a great song.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much. It's... I I really
1: feel we've heard some future hits here. I really do. Thank you. Yeah.
0: I believe in these writers and these people I've spent my time with. And I appreciate. And I just kind of even, looking back, just because of this co- um, podcast, I kind of don't believe how beautiful you know, every one of these artists are, yeah. right? they're just something else. Very right? special people. It's, thank God I moved to Nashville. Yeah, and I
1: do too. And
0: it's so good to know you. You Dave. too. You, yeah,
1: man. your, your uh, passion and your enthusiasm is so infectious. And uh, I wish you continued success with Nashville Cool, the publishing company, and this great organization that I really encourage you to check <laughs> out. Uh, Discover Sooner is a fantastic uh, community of songwriters and publishers. And you should check it out. Nancy, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it.
0: Dave, thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube.
2: See you next time on Songwriter Connection.